0: Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Casthaven. You can find out more at patreon.com slash eternaldirtles Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host Zach Clark, and with me, as always, is Nathan Golia. Nate, how's it going, man?
1: Pretty good, Zach. How are you doing?
0: Uh, I can't complain. It's it's a, it's been a pretty good week.
1: Yeah, I um I'm thinking about myself. Um, I'm excited that we have a guest on tonight. Yeah. So we're gonna introduce uh, Brian Anderson. Brian is one of the co-owners of Paragon City Games, which is the store that I play at in here, near Utah. And uh, Brian's been supporting us from the start. Uh, here on Eternal Dirtles and we invited him on today because we're having a special event in Utah uh, for Legacy. So I think I'm just going to jump over to Brian, let him explain it. Um, so yeah, take it away.
2: Yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. I'm glad to be one of the first couple of guests. Um,
1: <laughs> Guest number four, I believe.
2: Yeah, Huzzah. Actually. Anyways, the Legacy Symposium. So what uh, what we've been doing is you know I, know, I noticed that legacy content it, it has been lagging somewhat over the last couple of years, kind of on what feels like a slow decline, but I feel like there could be a resurgence and, and, resurgence and there's a renaissance, uh, especially with the amount of de- new decks that are coming out with the top banning and things like that. So at the end of the year... Um, my birthday falls on the 30th of December. So I always try and do something interesting for it. Mm -hmm. And this year I'm like, okay, let's do a legacy one K, you know, let's have fun. Let's get people together. We know that there's, you know, we've had upwards of 35 people in a legacy event at our store in Utah. So, Hey, what if we reach out and get other people in, but if people are going to be traveling from other States, I want them coming and actually like spending time with us. And we've been running the stream uh, and kind of focusing it towards legacy content. So, the symposium was added on as, hey, let's talk about legacy content. Let's get legacy players in, Let's get uh, deck techs from the big people in our area. Let's get people from out of state joining us. Let's uh, you know join together some with some other legacy content creators and kind of like make this almost routine thing where you can get like what's new in legacy, What should I be looking for? How do I build this sort of sideboard? How do I play this matchup? And then see live, you know live games and digital games side by side understanding better how to play the format and just like revel in this amazing thing that we play together anyways and so that's going to be a 24-hour stream starting uh just around midnight of the 30th going to new year's new year's day you know 1 a.m or so and uh, it's going to just be legacy content and speakers and creators and everything all day long Including,
1: of course, us. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, that, uh, we we will be
0: there. Uh, it, that's an awesome boon to the community. It's it's a real resource to be able to have have sort of a a, a sort of playthrough of of what the decks are and what the matchups look like, sideboarding and stuff like that. It, it's something that uh, you know we see a lot for for other formats, especially you know like Channel Fireball and Star City do do stuff like that for. Uh, Uh, for modern and and standard, but, uh, doing it for legacy, uh, is awesome. It's just, it's a great thing
1: that the rest of the community can, can use to sort of build on. Yeah. And Brian, maybe you could talk about how we're bringing some people in from out of town. We've been having some, some success, uh,
2: attracting out of towners to come play in our one K and be on our stream. So uh, I reached out to some of the pros that I know, like I've talked with Ben Friedman. It sounds like we'll get him and Andre Strotsky. Um, I've, uh, you know, I, Travis Wu reached out to me and he's like, you know, maybe, maybe legacy isn't quite the format that I should be coming out for. Uh, I chatted with Aaron Campbell. It doesn't sound like she's going to make it up this time because the uh, GP Santa Clara was canceled for her, uh, but we'll probably see Sam Tang from Kitchen Table Magic, maybe yeah. some of the Seattle guys. Uh, we'll have some of the Denver crew coming over. Hopefully we see, you know, Raptor or someone decide that, hey, you know, New Year's Eve isn't that great here anyways. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And so we're going to have a 1K on Saturday, mm-hmm. and that's uh, for anyone who wants to come. In. I think it's – ten. you better tell me. The t- you better see the time So uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know for sure.
2: I, we're going to do 10 a.m. registration, 11 a.m., uh, is when round one will start. We've got a level two head judge for that and some floor judges just to make sure everything's good. The L2 is very versed in legacy, so he knows most of the interactions. Great. Uh, and then top eight will be able to split the $1,000 prize it will be. It'll be in cash, so in first place will get two fifty, second will 2nd will get 200 and then down from there. And the first two places uh, will get special customized wooden deck boxes. So we have... Uh, a, Someone who we partnered with very early on who does these awesome customized side-loading deck boxes that every time I show up at a GP with, I have judges and players stopping at my table, picking up the deck box and playing with it, and then <laughs> asking me how much it is and where to get it. Yeah. And uh, so I think that's the most exciting thing out of it. Like cash is cash, right? But yeah. getting, getting a unique product you don't see every day is another cool thing we're giving away with it.
1: Yeah, to a legacy player, what's cash, right? Yeah, yeah I mean I'm then, just going to spend uh, that on the, bills the or something. <laughs> Yeah right. I'm just yeah. gonna end up paying my gas with cash. There. Give me a dual land or something.
2: <laughs> I yeah, mean, right. You might you might need a tabernacle at Pendrell Vale or a, or a port in Rashadin. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lone guy out there who will get it for you. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: during the 24 hour stream, um, I'm gonna pop in at 8 a.m. on 8 a.m. Mountain Time, which is 10 a.m. Uh, East Coast Time for our, our listeners late on the East Coast. Enough for me to wake up. Which is late enough for Zach <laughs> to to wake up and Skype in. Um so maybe we'll do deck text or maybe we'll just play dredge, Zach. I was thinking I oh just be fun. <laughs> just play dredge on <laughs> some legacy leagues with dredge. Oh man. Um
2: <laughs> I mean you could play vintage dredge, that's probably more fun.
1: Yeah. Paragon does has a lot of decks on the PCG Eternal account. We'll, you guys can see them streaming and uh in fact, you know, we talked about it a little bit at the end of the show last week, but Brian, maybe you could talk about how the uh, about
2: getting a 50 for the first time and getting some uh, run for the uh, stream. <laughs> So it, it was it was definitely the first five oh of the of uh, the PCG Eternal account and it was with Nixfit. So um one of my employees, his name's Kyer, uh, he likes to play mid rangey decks and just grindy decks that are really cool. I was listening to Leaving a Legacy podcast, who's essentially a sister podcast of your guys' yep. on uh yep. Hotsie, and um they brought on the Nixfit like specialists. Yeah, they, they had Kevin running, McKee and someone else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you know they kind of like jammed in like Nick's fit like oh yeah there's this other style you can play with like academy directors and stuff and I'm like hmm that sounds interesting immediately look on the subreddit grab a really bad deck list play it once uh, get a couple of the other guys from the Discord channel and stuff to hand me a new deck list um, and then I play it another day get a three two hand it over to Kyer and say hey you should try this out so he picks it up and just starts going and in this in this league he takes down lands. He takes down. Uh, I want to say one of his opponents was Burn.
1: The bur- first opponent, first round was Burn. Yeah. yeah,
2: Burn. He played against Blue Red. He played against another um, Delver matchup of some sort. You know, kind of what you'd see in the format. So yeah, it's like of not just like random stuff that he's just trashing on, and uh, it goes five zero with it. And you know, two days later, it's on the mothership uh, as the first deck on the Legacy thing, and then it hits uh, MTG Goldfish as the Spice Corner deck. Nice with. 76 cards in the deck. 76 cards.
1: Yeah, so of course that meant that when we when I went to Friday night magic this week, there were two people playing Nick's fit and of course I got matched against it round 1 on stream. On stream. So everyone was just rooting for me to like get destroyed by the uh by the fun deck. So I was playing that fairies deck yeah, and yeah. like so of course in game 1 I just died to like Veteran Explorer beat down. Uh-huh. Like I literally like couldn't beat the card Veteran Explorer. <laughs> and
2: Curse of hold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, I know I couldn't beat the Curse of Death hold anyway, which is what I was oh, worried God. about. Yeah. So I kept like holding my force. I had like a force and a blue card for like the entire game, just so he didn't resolve Curse of Death hold But I never drew anything else. And eventually, it was so bad that I had to like discard my force of will and blue card to a collective brutality just to get my own ensnaring bridge down to zero so he couldn't attack with his veteran <laughs> explorer and that worked for about two turns until i drew a spell snare and he just didn't cast a two mana spell into it um uh so i lost the first game and then won the second game but about halfway through the second game we forgot whose turn it was because we had a, a messed up stack where uh he was trying to deed away my board and in response, I surgicaled decay in his graveyard to get the one out of his hand. In response, he Abruptacade my Jace Vryn's Prodigy. In response to that, I flipped Jace uh-huh. so that the decay would fizzle. Then I resolved the surgical extraction, shuffled his deck. Then deed resolved and killed my Mutavault. That I, he did it to kill my Mutavault that I was attacking with. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's and then so that was all during my like attack phase. And then like like a total like dummy, I just. Untapped and drew a card. Oh, god and then played a land and attacked. So like on stream, like I like forgot whose turn it was because like it, he was like, "Okay, we're done with that. You can go." And he meant like, "Go finish can, your turn." Yeah,
0: finish your turn. You're like, oh, in okay.
1: Fluid motion. I like appear to just cheat, but it's okay. We figured it out, and then I won. And then, but by then we had about ten minutes left in the third game. He got down Sandworm Convergence, which I was really, I was really in trouble. Like, I all my creatures have flying. And you know, so sand, sandworm convergence creatures with flying can't attack. Um, and then at the end of each turn, the controller of sandworm convergence a five, gets a five five. Right? five. Oh, yeah. that's ridiculous. So, so I've got a bitter blossom, uh, which you know that's not that doesn't match up very well against can't attack with flyers. No, but I managed to like in, a, in a one turn like find a echoing truth and thought sees. So I echoing truth his sandworm convergence thought sees it then flashback with uh, jace on echoing truth to bounce the worm tokens but that was turn five of turn, so we got a draw but yeah. it was funny because there were i think three or four draws for the knicks fit deck the other night
2: three.
1: so three draws yeah
2: the other player there were two players on it the other player got two of the draws and your opponent only ended up with the one
1: yeah yeah, I actually sat next to him with the next round. He just like obliterated someone playing Death and Taxes, which just, I guess is also a bad matchup for Curse of Death's Hold or a good matchup for Curse of Death's Hold, but a bad card for them. But anyway, that's the kind of fun we get to have here in Utah with Legacy. We've got a lot of people playing a lot of different decks. We've got some stuff going on the stream. So, you know, we're pretty excited to have the uh, symposium at the end of the year.
2: I'm really excited for it.
1: And maybe, ne- maybe the next one, Zach will fly out, right? Zach. Yeah. Ooh, I'd, I'd love, love to. to.
2: I get you a stipend for it. Yeah. yeah that'd we'll be, give you that'd a, stipend. Be a lot of
1: fun. I've never
0: been to Utah. So, I mean, that'd be a blast.
2: Are you a skier or a snowboarder at all?
0: Uh, I, I grew up skiing and I know how to snowboard.
2: So I'm sure, I'm sure we could make it ev- even more worthwhile for you. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure my
0: wife would love that.
2: <laughs> as long as we can uh, fly out, fly out scared. and
0: break my other arm. <laughs> I've, i've uh broken both legs uh cracked my skull, and um broke my arm in half uh doing like extreme sports, so I kind of stopped after I was twenty six uh, <laughs> I actually picked up snowboarding because i grew like I grew up skiing, and uh friends of mine were learning to ski when I was like 19, 20 years old, and I'd be down the hill so so much faster than they were that it became boring for me, so I just rented a snowboard so I could like learn something at the same time they were learning how to ski. And, uh, awesome. and, and that, that, yeah, it lasted like 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> I actually considered taking snowboarding lessons this year. You know how to ski though. I don't know how to do anything. Really? No, no. I can fall. Yeah. yeah no. it's, <laughs> snowboarding. It, it's,
0: it's, it's weird. Like the, the rule of snowboarding, uh, for all you legacy players out there, lean forward.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you lean forward,
0: like you just, it just works. Like it it, it seems counterintuitive, uh, you would definitely think you're going to fall on your face, but if you just lean forward, you can everything else is kind of uh cheesecake.
1: Well, we'll see we'll see if i if i uh find a weekend to give it a shot this year <laughs> since I do live here uh so so that was our sort of legacy story for the week but Zach, uh, how about you would you anything any magic going on coming up yeah in so New York? I,
0: I skipped out last week i was not I was feeling kind of tired so I, I, I missed Thursday um and and to to their credit Tim and Dustin uh and Charles also missed Thursday so I didn't feel too bad about it um yeah. but uh so this week um I'm actually going to go tomorrow to Nebulous, and I'm going to play I'm going to play modern uh oh, be, yeah. because I I went through my collection and organized everything so I rebuilt storm and I'm going to try storm tomorrow and see how that works out um with with that aside the modern information aside um, on Wednesday, I'm going to uh, Beerology in uh, in uh, Queens with the uh, LIC crew, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little old school and some vintage. Uh, I might bring my Legacy deck too, but uh, I I'd really like to try uh, try my hand at like ninety three ninety four old school with uh with my Stasis deck.
1: Yeah, I was just reading someone talking about playing Stasis on the internet today, um, like a an updated Legacy Stasis deck. So he had like you know Forbidden City and Howling Mine or something was locked with Stasis. Both of those cards but you've got the good. old school like
0: yeah. I mean I just you know, play old school the, Stasis deck. The, okay. the old school deck uh, the way the way it works is you get down Stasis. It's it's basically mono blue, but there's uh, a splash for white just for Kismet. So the idea is you get down Stasis yeah. and um, stop your opponent from doing pretty much anything. Once that happens, uh, you've got a little bit of counter magic but the real cards in the deck are disenchant and boomerang. And so if you can last till you get six or seven lands out um, and play a stasis, you've got five lands untapped and you're, you know, you, hopefully you have a howling mine out. So you're drawing extra cards every turn. Your deck is about like, it's close to like 46% land. You're almost half, half land. (laughs) So you, you continue to like get more and more and more uh, land out while your opponent can't really do much. And you can sort of, Uh, You know, if he plays a creature, you're like, that's fine. I don't mind. You just basically protect the stasis until you run out of lands. That's when you boomerang or disenchant your stasis. And if you disenchant it, you untap and you play another stasis. If you boomerang it, you just replay the stasis again. Hopefully this time you have enough land out that you can drop a kismet down so that your opponent is in a complete lock. Um, once that happens, the game's pretty much over. Once you have Kismet and Stasis out with, like, three lands and a Halling Mine, the game's pretty much over, mathematically speaking. Um, so, so, some people are like, oh, what's your win condition? And, yeah, yeah you can play, um, Feldon's Cane, but really your win condition is your opponent scooping after they realize that they've drawn one more card than you because of Howling Mine. <laughs>
1: Does old school play with the, uh old oh, we'll play draw rule or do you, you oh
0: yeah yeah you play, on the play. You, you play you play uh play draw uh the the main difference is mana burn still happens and um when you go to time uh armageddon clock is, is put onto the board so oh, really? not not great for a stasis deck obviously because uh you know you'll die i i don't win
1: by doing damage
0: but um that that i i i appreciate that that is the rule the armageddon clock rule
1: What's that, like, it just comes down, does it do damage to you every turn?
0: So, at, during your upkeep, you take, um, you, you put a counter onto Armageddon Clock, and it deals damage to each player equal to the number of counters, I believe.
1: That sounds like a good card, I'll play that card. Yeah, I mean, that's... i play the card, like, that's, in, in that's Legacy. That's like
0: a ta- uh, Tatiana Song uh, <laughs> card, right? <laughs> yeah, artifact,
1: right? Yeah, it's, it's a 6 man artifact, right?
0: Yeah, it's a very expensive artifact. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the idea with that, with, the, uh, the Stasis deck. And then in, you know, in, uh, Vintage, I'm still playing Still City Vault, but I've been making some, some upgrades to the deck, uh, looking at some different cards. I, and I've also begun to order some of the cards for, uh, for, uh, uh, Workshop, just so that either I have it to play or I can, uh, I can at least practice with it, um, because I feel like knowing knowing that deck better is is a great way to be able to beat that deck, um, so yeah, I'm just I, I, I feel like this week I'm gonna hang out with the LIC guys. I'm gonna try and uh, organize some sort of a Christmas thing with them too. Uh, mm-hmm. I see I, I I feel like I don't see those guys enough, and they're a real great gang of, gang of people to hang out with. Um, but uh, yeah, we only really see each other when there's like a big vintage event. We'll we'll all like drive down to Top Deck or something like that to play, or we'll. You know, or uh, we'll drive somewhere for for a legacy tournament. Um, but the the old school and the and the vintage uh, crews there are really tight, and uh, you know they're some of the best players in the country too, which is which is nice. It's it, you know I basically get to hang out with people who are way better than me,
1: uh, which which makes you better, makes you a lot better at the game. Is this practice for the Grand Prix New Jersey various side events? Um, uh, for me, uh, j- just
0: for that old school side event that we talked about, but I, I yeah. I'd ha- think I'd have to borrow cards from somebody to actually do that because, uh, I, I it is going to be, uh, sanctioned. So I think, uh, if I want to play in that, I'll have to borrow some cards.
1: Um, I wonder if, uh, channel fireball will allow uncards in their commander pods that weekend.
0: I, well, I think right now uncards are legal, um, until, uh, the next banning.
2: Yeah, so anyway, you hear about that? You hear about that, Brian? <laughs> yeah, this, I did. This so we talked about that on the stream today, actually. And I'm fine as long as you agree beforehand which ban list you're using, whether it's the command or the unlist commander ban list or the original ban list. Because like uncards are great, and they're supposed to be played in casual formats like that. But I mean, like some people just want to play stupid broken things without. Silver. Without like yes.
1: actual stupid broken things. Yeah, without for, stupid. If dreams. I had my druthers, like I was, I was thinking we should do a show on like what, what uncards you would want legal in Legacy.
0: Ashnod's and coupons. like I mean,
1: there's plenty of cop outs. <laughs> like there's an actual just like sacrifices creature to destroy target enchantment in an yeah. un- unset. Like
0: I I would only one the the main card they took out was Ashnod's coupon, which is I would if an infinity power creature is any
1: good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like is it ever better than just reanimating Grizzlebrand to like reanimate that thing? Oh, the big furry monster?
0: Hmm. I can't hear you. Did guys. you lose me? Yeah, I lost you for a second. There you are, you're back. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Um so so I I missed you there for a second. Uh you were saying something about uh what were you saying reanimating the big furry monster?
1: No, reanimating the uh, infinity po- infinity power creature that's in the newest Unset. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure that like, is better than Grizzlebrand.
1: <laughs> no, it, it's an X five. It just gets dismembered. Oh. And you don't draw you don't draw infinity cards. Yeah,
2: this is also true. Although that would be hilarious.
1: <laughs> I yeah. mean, like that's what's that's what's so funny about it. Like you could literally put that card in Legacy. I don't think it would make a difference. No, uh-huh. I for like. Hit-
0: If I had my choice, though, the card I would play in in that would be Ashnod's Coupon, and of course they took it out, because I would try and find ways to infinitely create Ashnod's Coupons to just keep making people get up.
1: Oh, keep getting you drinks? Yeah. Can I
0: have... I'd love a Coke. Here's here's, two (laughs) dollars. I mean, can you
1: target any drink? Can you target a mixed drink with that? Uh, It
0: it says uh, on the card that you can only do that if it's legal.
1: You know, in in your state, legal.
0: You know, like... uh, and by state, I mean like the the place that you live, not your game state, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> um, I don't know. so you can't long. like
0: have a miner go dry and buy you a drink, and you're like, "You lose, you can't get me a drink, um but uh yeah i for me i, I would want I would wanna do something silly like that or or you know, if I could give someone else the night of the hokey pokey and then word of command them to like make them do
1: the hokey pokey a
0: bunch, that'd be great,
1: <laughs> I just i mean. I, th- I thought I felt with the uh, newest unset there were some cards I felt would be interesting in Black Border, um, and it's too bad that they're not going to be in Black Border. Uh, but you know, I just felt that this like I was thinking about this a lot because I uh, I read this was happening and then I took my daughter to the uh, like indoor playground, so I just like my mind was wandering. I was like I could not imagine like showing up to a commander game and then someone just like plays a card where you have to like do the hokey pokey <laughs> or something like. I mean, it's already like hard enough to figure out how to play commander or you know any other format. Look at me, on the DCI. That's um, that's the best one. All right, well, what about you, Brian? What are you playing tomorrow? We have we have legacy, <laughs> we have legacy night tomorrow,
2: right? Yeah, we got to, Are
1: you going to make it out to this week? Yeah, I should be there tomorrow.
2: Okay, sounds good. Um, so normally I'd be on my food chain list, which I just finally got uh, foil brainstorms for. So it's oh, yeah? not fully foil, uh, except the five revised dual lands because i took the one unlimited value that i had out um but i'm going to be playing uh Nixfit. oh you're gonna play it you yeah put so it together I'm, I'm gonna play this list oh i'm gonna borrow Kyra's deck changed up the list that we five owed with so now we've got two garrick relentless in the main deck because on the back side it's just a survival
1: yeah the back side yep. of garrick's relentless uh-huh. yeah that's a good minus turns card. Into
2: a minus one survival um, and in the sideboard, we have Eidolon of Rhetoric.
0: Well, I lost you guys for a second there.
2: board we've got now got two ground seals. Let's, we took out the let's Helm start of Obedience. let uh, There's a Caracas, some other thing.
0: Can you guys hear me?
1: We gotta restart.
0: No, no, we don't have to restart. Yeah. Uh, but just tell me about the uh, the sideboard again, because we cut out just just for a second there. As we hit the sideboard? Yep, right as we hit the sideboard.
2: Okay, so uh, there's two ground seals. We took out the helm of obedience, Caracas, uh, it made a spot. Uh, we looked about putting a replenish in there just to make, you know, a replenish. Yeah, replenish. This is a deck is great. after
1: Zach's, This is a deck after Zach's heart, by the way. Yeah, I love I love replenish. <laughs>
2: 61 cards in the main deck um i'm trying to think of what else we did to it today there was a lot of stuff we changed up
1: if this deck played blue zach you'd love it like
2: it doesn't even need to play blue. it doesn't it need to play so blue, but it's value. like it
1: just does nothing for so long and then all of a sudden there's like a nine man enchantment in play
2: and yet i've seen it turn win on turn two so <laughs> yeah the deck is insane it's so it's gonna be a lot of fun i'll probably be on camera at least once um i'll likely play against nate either round one or round four <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah right well, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing the Fairies deck back. I might make some adjustments. I can't, like, put it down. I, I just seem to, like, do well enough every time I play it to just keep playing it.
2: And Have now you I'm thought gonna be, about uh, splashing for the Colgan's commander.
1: No, I don't,
2: I don't know. You don't want this? Th- I don't know.
1: What's the point? Like, just play Grixis Control. I just want to do something that I feel like I'm...
2: Unique enough? Yeah,
1: that I feel like I'm doing something different. If I'm just going to play the same deck I just played, whatever. I did lose a check pile last week, which was irritating.
2: What was it in that matchup that...
1: It was Kholagon's command. He just kept blowing up my Ensnaring Bridge. So, like, you know, then he would be able to attack. uh, And that kind of sucked. But, um... But I I don't know. I'm liking the deck. I'm having a lot of fun with it, at least. It's just kind of fun to uh, have Bitter Blossom in play. Makes you into a Planeswalker that just minuses every turn for a guy. So... So I guess that's, uh... That's what we're planning this week. But, uh... Maybe we'll just, uh, yeah. So we have Paragon City Games on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Is it Paragon City Games on Twitch?
2: Yeah. And then Paragon City Media on YouTube.
1: Paragon City Media on YouTube. Awesome. And if you play, you'll you play against it, if it's PCG Eternal,
2: mm-hmm.
1: even if they're playing standard, I noticed they've been testing, they've been playing standard on the stream.
2: Uh, PCG Tilt is our standard stream, or oh. standard name. <laughs> It's a good name. Yeah, exactly. PCG Tilt, right. So, oh, here's a funny one from today's stream. I played against Jeff Hoogland. Oh, really? On round four of this thing. And he was on Dead Guy Ale, but Esper Dead Guy Ale. He goes That's Stone That's Stone Blade. It's just Stone Blade, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Esper like, Stone Blade, but he called call ale. ale. And everyone in chat was just like, you know, you've got to destroy him because of this. He goes, basic swamp into Deathright Shaman, and like it's the greediest mana base you'll ever see. I end up uh, losing g- game one because we just run each other out of cards. I have a decision where either I play out my food chain into nothing. You know, he has one card in hand, but a, uh, 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 what's it called? Bob. So Jeff Fugland had Bob in play. And I'm deciding either play my food chain and just kind of set up there or, uh, play my walking ballista for one, kill the Bob. Uh, that sets us up. So he has one card in hand. I have one card in hand. He goes to draw on his turn, but he doesn't get any extra damage. But he just gets runner, runner, runner. Like it's Stoneforge Mystic into Vendelian Click into, like, just everything. Yeah. It's, that's how it goes. I mean, I got down a couple of uh, uh, Mist Hollow Griffins, but, you know, I, I just drew my stuff out of order that time. Uh, but game game two, I just went off of combo. He kind of, like, uh, puts himself to the point where he can't do anything. Game three, he has an abrupt cane hand, taps out to put a sort of Fire and Ice on a Stoneforge Mystic, um, and I end up fatal pushing it, passes it back, and he's fully tapped out, and I just go into my combo. In the middle of my combo, he walks away, but earlier in this game, he'd he'd kind of uh, been a, whining a little bit about me playing a Gurmag Angler, and what would that you know what's that even doing in a food chain? Like that doesn't make any sense. So I cast Gurmag Angler in the middle of this combo, and then play my Walking Ballista, and he's at 21 life at this point. Deal 21 damage to him, and you know he ends up conceding in the middle of the Walking Ballista damage, but uh, <laughs> he was a little tilted. That's pretty funny though.
1: Well, the Gurmog Angler has, has beaten me when we've played, oh, yeah. just because you know you have set up to beat certain things and you can't beat a five-five for one,
0: right, awesome. Zach? No, yeah, I'm not a fan of the Gurmog Angler.
1: That's that's sort of one of our has one of our vendetta cards.
2: But in my deck, it's like draw or like draw one or two cards and get a five-five for one, so it's even better.
1: Yeah, assuming you read people red blast your Mist Griffins
2: or lightning bolted them or anything yeah. counterspell. What a, yeah it sucks <laughs> yeah. Can't
1: let him have it that's the thing actually yeah it's uh manipulate fate is the card I would say that's on the uh that's the false cure test where that thing goes on the stack I was watching today actually I think I I popped in the middle and like you put you cast manipulate fate your opponent just brain soaring and then dazed it yeah. <laughs> like yeah that's that sucks but you gotta do it cause it's so bad <laughs> um but yeah anyway thanks Brian uh we'll I'll see you tomorrow and uh we're gonna close it out there. Zach, any final parting words here? Final
0: final parting words. Uh yeah. Uh definitely don't ever let manipulate fate uh resolve for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that that's not a card you want your opponent casting. What?
1: Yeah. It's only draw four. All right, man. Have a good night.
0: Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Brian. Stop! Can I see any more stuff? The devil goes! Keep up with the Joneses! Stop! Stop! Animal Stop! Can I see any more stuff? The devil goes! Keep up with the Joneses! keeping up with the Joneses! Keep up with the Joneses! Alright! Where does he get those wonderful toys?